the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Welcome again to Bob Bernie Live on this Friday afternoon. If you just tuned in and you're listening on WAVA 105.1 in our nation's capital, you are going, who in the world is that? That doesn't sound like Don Crow. Well, it's because it's not Don Crow. Don is away from the microphone today. And uh, occasionally when Don is away, I have the privilege of guest hosting for him. My name is Bob Bernie. And I'm not in Washington, D.C. I'm in Columbus, Ohio. I host Bob Bernie Live every afternoon, basically the same time as uh, Don Crow's program. And so we're simulcasting. Uh, We hook up the two stations together. I don't know how they do it. It's all that technical stuff. I I don't get involved in that. But somebody throws a switch, plugs something in. I don't know. They link the two stations together. And we simulcast. So anyway, wherever you are listening, welcome. Allow me, please, the privilege of giving you my phone number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. And I love hearing from our listeners, wherever they may be. Uh, I am so grateful for um, my spiritual heritage. I grew up in Southern California, wonderful Christian parents, grew up in a solid Bible-believing church. Back then, we would have been called a fundamentalist church. In fact, the church that uh, I was saved in and baptized was named the First Fundamental Baptist Church of Linwood, California. Uh, Later, they moved to another city and changed the name, but... uh, We kind of proudly wore the label fundamentalist. Yeah, and then the term fundamentalist kind of fell on hard times. People began calling people who were fundamentalists radicals. Radicals. And then, of course, the radical Islamic fundamentalists. And all of a sudden, you didn't dare admit that you were a fundamentalist. Oh, no, 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 no. Fundamentalists are people who blow up buildings and blow themselves up. Well, the fundamentalists, all that meant was they believed in the fundamentals. Back in the early 1900s, liberalism, the left, began having an impact on American Christianity in the early 1900s. They began drifting to the left, and they began questioning fundamental doctrines of Scripture, like the virgin birth, bodily resurrection, the blood atonement, 
uh, the infallibility and inerrancy of Scripture, and on and on and on. They began doubting. And uh, so, those who adhered to the teachings of Scripture said, we believe in the fundamentals. Well, that's a good thing. I mean, if you play football, isn't it good when you learn the fundamentals? I mean, if a coach comes into the room with a bunch of fun, with, with a bunch of football players and says, "Okay, guys, we're going to go back to the fundamentals." Does anybody stand around and say, "Oh my goodness, that coach is a fundamentalist. He's going to set the building on fire." Of course not. Hey, way to go, coach. Yeah, we need to learn the fundamentals. Language is strange. Anyway, forgive me for chasing that little rabbit. But uh, I grew up in a solid, very conservative, Bible-believing church in Southern California. My pastor had an eighth-grade education. Yeah. But man, did he love God's Word. Did he know God's Word backwards, forwards, inside out? He was a great teacher, great Bible preacher. And yeah, he would have been considered a fundamentalist. Now, why did I go through all of that? Back in the 60s, okay? I'm dating myself. Back in the 60s, my pastor... And many other of those wild-eyed, crazy, fanatical fundamentalists stood in their pulpits and warned about Hollywood. Oh, yeah, I remember those days. I remember the Bible-believing pastors thundering about how evil Hollywood was. And talk about considered to be fanatics. Oh, my goodness, people made fun What do you mean Hollywood is evil? Made fun of? Oh, unmercifully. Unmercifully. But here's my point. Back when I was a little kid, my pastor tried to warn his congregation about Hollywood and was considered an unbalanced, wild-eyed fanatic. I said all that to get to this headline. James Woods says, Hollywood more evil than your worst fears. Now, most of you are familiar with James Woods, some very well-known parts in movies. He was nominated for two Academy Awards, uh, one of the best-known actors in Hollywood in years past. He's now, what, 70? I think he's 76. I don't know that he's been in a big blockbuster movie for a while. But he has been a Hollywood insider. But he's a conservative. Hmm. Talk about a weirdo. A conservative in Hollywood. And listen to this. Let me read from the story. Conservative actor James Woods said people have no idea how evil Hollywood is claiming the place is far worse than their worst fears. In a tweet, 
He was asked about the extent of evil in Hollywood. In fact, he was asked, James, serious question. As someone who has enormous respect for your talent as an actor, I'm curious, how evil is Hollywood? James Wood, nominated twice for Academy Awards, said, and I quote, multiply your worst fears by 100. How evil is Hollywood? The answer from James Woods, multiply your worst fears by 100. And you know what? I think he's right. You know what? I think my old pastor, years and years ago, was right. Is it good stuff coming out of Hollywood? Of course there is. But take a look at what has happened in Hollywood, in movies and television. Think about, think about the, the TV programs from the 60s. What percentage of television programs in the 1960s had a biblical worldview? Now, they weren't quoting Scripture and having Bible studies. That's not what I mean. A biblical worldview. Mother, father, children, in a normal marriage. There were problems, there were arguments, but they worked them out. And it was a whole family. Mother, father, children. What percentage of television shows had that basic format in the 50s and the 60s? 90%? 95%? And then we got hooked on TV. We got hooked. We got hooked when TV was wholesome, family-oriented. Now, fast forward to 2023, and I ask you the same question. What percentage of television programs current, I'm not talking about syndicated programs from the 60s, I'm talking about current. What percentage of current TV programming has a biblical worldview as its foundation? One percent? Two? Certainly not five percent. You think that's an accident? Do you honestly think that that's an accident? Hmm. Just food for thought, folks. That's all. Just food for thought. But I am grateful for people like James Woods, a Hollywood insider, actually telling us the truth. Like the children's song says, Oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Yeah, we're going to wrap things up here in a few minutes on uh, Bob Bernie Live. I usually reserve this for the last, like, two minutes of the program on Friday, but sometimes I'm not the best manager of 
time, and I don't want to run out of time, so I'll say it now. Uh, We're coming up on the weekend, and I try every Friday to encourage all of the listeners, be in a good, solid, Bible-believing church this weekend. Bible-believing, Bible-affirming church that believes in the absolute authority of Scripture. If you don't have one, find one. They are everywhere. I know all over central Ohio we have many wonderful Bible-believing churches, and I know that wherever you are up in the Washington, D.C. area, you have solid Bible-believing churches as well. When you're looking for a church, first question, it is not about the music. It is not about the youth program. Your first question should be, what is your view of the Bible? Ask them specifically. Do you believe the Bible is the inspired, infallible, inerrant Word of God? If they even hesitate, say, thank you, but I think we'll just look someplace else. That's the foundation, folks, how the church views the authority of Scripture. Everything else is secondary. Then you can find a church that has a musical style that you like and the youth programs and all of the other stuff. But if they don't hold solid on the authority of Scripture, why would you support them? So anyway, if you have a good Bible-believing church, be there. Be a part of it. Be involved. If you don't have one, make this the weekend that you start looking. All right, we're going to go back to the phones. It is Friday, and I've got Mark in Columbus, Ohio. Mark, you're up next on Bobberty Live. Welcome. Hey, thanks, Bob. Um, I have, uh, let's see, I, I re- just today uh, I heard that there was another uh, a younger Hollywood actor and he's also a singer. I think he sings R&B and so on. But he also said Hollywood is just evil. And, you know, so I think uh, hopefully there will be a movement with all of these, uh, with a lot of these, anyway, some of these actors that continue to, to say it how they see it. Well, your, uh, your, your quality of phone call is very poor, Mark. Oh, before okay. you before you call next time, pay your bill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you I were, tried. You were you were cutting in and out, but I got the gist of it, and I think the okay. listeners did as well. Okay, yeah, okay. I I hope a whole bunch. You know, we hear this all the time. Christian actor in Hollywood stands up for Jesus. Well, I hope there are more of them, but I hope that if they stand for Jesus. They really stand for Jesus, and they don't go yeah. along with the crowd. They don't participate in movies that are wicked and evil and filled with sex and violence and obscenities, right. and yeah. and stand apart, and 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 be willing to pay the price, what whatever right. that might be. Exactly, exactly. Can you hear me now? Uh, barely. It's not any oh. better. All right. Thanks, Mark. Have a good weekend. Talk to you later. You too, Bob. I hope sometime soon you get out of that barrel and, again, pay your phone bill. <laughs> we lost him. 
We lost him. Hey, I want to give you an update. I don't know whether you heard about this, but a student at the University of Cincinnati in a uh, uh, class on feminism, I can't remember what the name of the class was. It was a the study of fem- feminism, blah, blah, I, I don't know. Anyway, she was required to write a paper, a research paper, which she did. And in the research paper, she dared to use the term biological women. Yeah, yeah. She referred to women as, are you ready for this? She actually referred to women as women. Whew, how radical is that? Well, her teacher graded her research paper and said, basically, oh, wow, you have some interesting thoughts here. However, I do not allow the term biological women in my course. It could be offensive to someone who's trans or blah, 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 blah. So I would like for you to rewrite, and then I might reconsider, because she was given a zero. Zero on a very important research paper that was a huge part of her grade. Well, she went to the administration of the University of Cincinnati and said, "Um, this is discrimination. This is not right. Well, I reported on this earlier in the week. I don't know whether you heard the story or not, but I have an update. The uh, university administration assigned another professor to grade the paper. And she was given an A. Yeah. She didn't change a thing. She she went from zero to A because she stood for her principles. God bless her. Her name is Olivia Kroslisik. I I can't pronounce it, and I'm not even going to try to spell it. But God bless her, and may her tribe increase. She didn't buckle. She didn't back down. She didn't get nasty. She just stood up and said, this is wrong. Biological women are biological women. And she won. Good for her. All right, folks, I already said it before, but it's habit for me on Friday. Have a great weekend, but please, wherever you go, whatever you do, remember whose you are and be in a good Bible-believing church. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.